You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning all, and it's Sunday Q&A again. Right, um, this week, things I like the most about the job. Got quite a few responses to this, surprisingly. You know, I'm just kind of wittering away at my usual nonsense, but um, Turbo Toz says, London is a terrible place for a driver. Now, I know my mate Dave will probably disagree with me because he drives a black cab all the time. But um, it's hard work. It's can't turn here, Red Rue, um, Box Junction. Oh, no, I've been caught in a camera. Oh, no, don't give me a ticket. As opposed to, I had a job this week delivering chairs to Tesco's around Lincolnshire. And I picked up 10 minutes away from my house and I plotted the route on that Route Warrior Map thing, which is still rather good, I'd say, and free if you use less than eight um, stops, which I was then on eight stops, and I just went bang, 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 and I wound up in Boston at three o'clock, not a hope in hell of getting a job out of Boston, um, and drove the two hours home empty, but it's 2.20 for the day, and it was easy. Lincoln is like someone's giving you your own private island. There are times when I'm driving around on the roads and there is nobody there, except for these rather scary, rivery things that run... <laughs> run, go down the bank into the river. But it's okay because you're protected because every 400 yards is a small black post. But, you yeah, know, yeah, it, it, there are certain places which are nice to go to, certain places you're easier to go to. The difficulty you might find is the places you don't want to go to are the places where all the work is. But, you know, you're quite right. London is hard work. Uh, a gold member started this Thursday. He ended up on a monthly drop going London to Blackpool. Um, he quoted it. He was happy enough. He said, I know why I got it now. It's a long way to go, that, my friend. But he said, it's all part of the learning curve. Yes, it is. No one gets it right first time. I'm still getting it wrong. And I probably will still get still getting it wrong in 10 years' time. So, um, But, you know, I'm pleased that you're cracking on. Well done, my friend. Um, oh, the artist I mentioned in there. Um, Harper Valentine said the artist I was thinking of was Turner. And Al, from um, my, my, my mate, my business partner, Turner, said, was the, was the artist Van Gogh. Actually, the guy I was thinking of was Monet, um, the watercolours geezer, because I'm sure he did loads of them. He was all into colour shifting and stuff like that. But, um, but thank you for the update anyway. And Nick, I'll take that resemblance, that geezer out of Game of Thrones. I, I like him. He was Yossi Hughes, I seem to remember, back in Boys and Black stuff. Uh, what else we got going on here? Yorkshire's Daily Grind. He said, he said, yeah, you're right. You don't get any time to stop and stare. He said, I was down in Farnham this week. He said, I'm at the gate at half past six. No, he had, and then he had to go, so I think it was fine, it was his second drop. And all you're doing all the time is, got to get it, get, get on, got to get on as quick as possible, got to get it there as quick as possible, got to get it off, got to get the next one. It is a, if you want to make the money, it is a little bit crazy. Although I do think sometimes it's in your interest to just, when you're at loading, just take, uh, my mate Simple Brian told me about this, he said, just take five minutes out. 
just take five minutes to make sure you've got everything on board, to check you've got the right paperwork, to check that you're going to the delivery address, not the invoice address. I did that once in the beginning. I drove it an extra hour and ended up at the people's office and then I had another hour coming home because I went to the wrong place. Um, yeah, just take five minutes and you'll save yourself a load of time in the long run. He's right, it's good advice. Um, what else we got going on here? Uh, HGV Alliance. He said he used to love tipping in London markets on a Friday night. You've got to let me know where that is, mate. Um, I'm guessing if it's a Friday night, it's probably going to be one of the fruit markets, in which case it's either Nine Elms or um, Spitalfields, the new Spitalfields. Um, it'd be fruit or flowers, I would think, because the markets that we used to run would start, you know, you'd get there at seven in the morning, and you'd pack up about five, four, five, and then leave. So they didn't tend to be... There is one night one I know that runs in Bermondsey. There used to be a charter, and you were allowed to sell stolen goods on this market every Friday night between like the hours of 10 and 10 or something like that, 10 at night till 10 in the morning. They've repealed it since on the grounds, what is all that about? But anyway, yeah, I don't know, you know old days, kids up chimneys, that kind of stuff. Um, oh, and what, what was there? David, David Winter. Hello, mate, how you doing? He says, I'm watching the guitar videos, by the way. If you ever, if you like guitars, David's got a channel out there. Just type in David Winter. He's kind of geezer rock, and he's a very, very good friend of mine. He's the nicest man I've ever met. Uh, please check out his channel if you like guitars. Um, he said, have some chips and sit on a beach. And Gary John Baker says, um, treat yourself to a stick of rock. And Gary John Baker still carries a map. Well, I did up until very recently. He made me smile today. Cheers, bud. Um, on the subject of Paul's dilemma, um, our cases. He says, I can't be doing with lining up jobs. The difficulty we've got is if you want to make the money and if you haven't lined up a job, then you're going to be, you could be sitting there for an hour, two hours. And it's nice knowing that when you finish one job, you've got another job to go to. But then again, like it gets very, very stressful when you think, I'm supposed to be there in an hour and um, I'm still an hour away in driving and I haven't even, they haven't let me through the gate yet, which is why I say all the way along, as long as you keep the shipper informed. When I line up jobs, I say, look, I'm going to be on this job first. I'm going to be doing this. Everything should be fine. As long as you put them in the picture and if something goes wrong, you ring them up and you go, I'm ever so sorry, but you know I said I was on that job first. I can't get in. Or, the, you know, um, I'm like, Al, Al made a point because he does a thing because you can go on the... Um, the loads on the computer, and you can be booking jobs ahead of time. And he said, say, for example, I book, he booked one this week. He said, I booked, um, it was like, say, Milton Keynes to Leeds. And then it had a um, Manchester going down to South End. Um, but the difference between Leeds and Manchester, he was dropping in Leeds at seven. He didn't have to be at Manchester. The pickup wasn't until nine, so he had plenty of time to do it all. Um, he said, but what happens if I book both of them in, and then... This, the, um, the Milton Keynes to Leeds job cancels. Does that mean I've got to drive all the way up to Manchester to pick something up and take it down to South End? And I think the answer is, when you book them, you tell them. You say, look, I'm booking a job going up there. This is my job coming home. If anything goes sideways, I'm going to let you know. You've got to cover your ass because you don't want to be driving all the way up to Manchester. As it was, when he got to Manchester, they kept him waiting for four hours. He got four hours waiting time. And in the end, because he kept saying, we've got two pallets, we're waiting for the third. And in the end, he said, I'm not sitting there any longer. And he drove home. So he did actually end up going from Manchester home, but he did get an extra 100 quid on the waiting time. So not ideal, but is what it is. Right, miscellaneous. Um, SJF. Uh, different shippers ask for different ways to upload invoices. What do we do about this? I personally just do everything the same way. 
I send them, uh, well, Gemma does now. Um, we send them an electronic copy of the email, uh, the invoice, and then we do them a hard copy of the invoice and attach the POD, paper POD to it. Because some of them just want electronic one copies. Some of them just want paper copies. Some of, them, some, of them, some of them want both. Some of them require PODs. Some of them don't require PODs. And if you sit there trying to work out who, who knows what's going to go where, it takes you so long, I think we, we, you can put on your invoice, you know, like they say, we only require this. You put on your invoice, do you? Well, what we do in our firm is this. So you hired me. You can put it on the CX notes. We do electronic invoices and send out hard, uh, hard copy, uh, hard copy, I'll say that, hard copy uh, invoices, belts and braces. This is our policy. And then you cut yourself. They just do everybody the same. And as long as you do everything, you do the electronic one and you do the paper one and you send the PODs. No one can turn around and say, well, like, you didn't do this bit. It's, it's like some. It's I suppose it's like if, if between them all they require twelve things. If you do all twelve things, if one of them only requires two, you've still done them too. If that makes any sense. Um, Stephen Bye, I think it says Bye. Can't read me on air, right, as usual. Uh, it says, you have to be in a good area to join the CX. It helps, but you've got to bear in mind the CX, as far as I understand it, was created as a backload um, platform. So say, for example, you work in, let's say... Hunstanton. Nothing comes out of Hunstanton, but you're a, you're a career driver in Hunstanton, and you've got regular work from, for a regular firm who, who make steel, and they want you to go here, there, and everywhere because they've got jobs everywhere. So you're in Hunstanton, and every day you've got a job going that steel, but you're getting fed up because one day you might be taking steel at Blackpool, one day you might be taking the Brighton, and every day you're driving home empty. But then if you've got the CX... You get your regular customer taking the job, the job out, and then you get your, um, what I suppose it's kind of backload prices, which is why the jobs go for what they do, although sometimes they, some people want backload on backload. That's how I worked on the market. On the market. And you would say, you know, if like, you get free for a fiver, £2 or free for a fiver, and they would want it for four quid, and I'd go, no, you don't get discount on discount. If you get discount on discount, I don't make any money. But that was kind of what it's designed for. Also, if you're in a bad area but you're prepared to tramp, well, you get your first job, and then, you know, who are you going on? You might live in Hunstanton, but at the end of that day, you might end up in London, Leeds, Manchester, Edinburgh, anywhere. Um, and also, that if you really want to make it work, like we had a guy in Skegness, well, what you've got to do is get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, do the hour's worth of dead miles, heading towards Peterborough, Cambridgeshire, Hunstanton, then get your first job. Yeah, you're right. There is absolutely no point if what you're going to do is you be in an area like somewhere down in Cornwall, getting on the CX and just going, well, there's nothing coming out of here, but not leaving. Well, no, you're not going to get anything, are you? But you've got. But there are ways around it, if you know what I mean. And you don't have to just rely solely on the CX. Go and put, your, you know, go and do a bit of footwork. Go around some local industrial estates. Go and talk to people. Go. Do you ever need vans coming out of here? It, You've got to make it happen. It's not, ain't a keep said all the way along, it ain't a magic wand. It's a tool. But you've got to use the tool and you've got to use other tools as well to make it work. But you can make it work. I'm still making it work. I know across the board, I won't go into it. Some people are moaning, saying, you know, um, I ain't getting no work. Jobs are selling very, very cheap. Uh, and some people are going, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, no one's actually saying, I'm doing fantastically. I'm not doing fantastically, but I'm doing okay. I hope you're all doing okay. I'm, you know, good luck. Um, right, uh, whatever 900. Shippers never tell you what they're carrying. Yeah, I know it is a bit of a pain. Um, it's nice if you've got a phone number. 
Um, it's also when you get in there, it's nice if you've got like a job reference because they'll say to you, "Have you got a job reference number?" And you go to the notes and you go, "No." I normally just turn around and go, "Nope, they never tell me anything." Just drive here, pick it up, and drive it. Then you've always got them on your side. You've got a bit of sympathy, and they know the score. They, you know, when you turn around and you go, I had one geezer in a truck trying to get into, um, oh, I can't remember the name, it was a mini clipper or some distribution hub, and they would, the people in the office were fanning around trying to find the stuff for me. It was an ASOS delivery, and I was trying to get in. I had the ASOS delivery on board, but it's like we're not going to let you in um, until we found it. Um, and the guy in the truck, he's, he's waiting to get in. And I said, sorry, mate. And he goes, well, ain't your fault. And it wasn't, as it turned out. Eventually, I managed to get them. They, they worked out. I showed them the paperwork, and I, which I had on my phone. And they went, oh, that's transport. I was like, do you think? <laughs> what do you think we do? Anyway, that's that. Um, uh, Mortosa, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I, I, it's not like I can't pronounce your name. It's because I can't write. Um, any experience of Courier Expert? There are a few out there. There's Courier Expert. There's Any Van. There's there's you can join firms. There's Shipley. In my personal experience, and it is just my personal experience from the point of view of jobs, um, CX has got the most, and also it's got the live updates. And I, I, I mean, I can't comment because I haven't used any of the others. I haven't had to. But from people that I speak to, they say pound for pound, you're better off at a CX. I ain't trying to plug it. I use it, you use it, use something else. If you know about tell me otherwise, I'll pass it on. But no, I can't really comment because I've never used any of the others. Um, it was only just two grand Tony got me into this, and that's what I've been doing ever since. Um, super, I've really got to learn to write. Um, yeah, good question, though. Sorry, mate, I, I, I skip it down. I think, oh, yeah, I'll be able to read that when I write. No, no, I can't. Uh, who counts the boxes? Um, it kind of depends. If it's easy... You count them. If you're specifically asked to count them, I had one job on the other day and um, they said count the boxes because it varies every time. Uh, but fortunately, there were three pallets and they're all stacked. And you could go, you know, you can do that thing, right? Six up and three across. So that's 18 on one side and there's 18 on the other side. So that's 36. And I've got four of them, three of them. So that's going to be 100 108. Yeah, 108, and then count the other ones. And I, I had like the, the right number. If it's like a shrink wrap pallet, I Martin had a job this week, and it was a shrink wrap pallet of um, super drug return on Lacoste perfume. The pallet was full of Lacoste perfume. I dread to think how much it should be worth, but he said it was covered in dust, and some of them had been opened. And he said I was a bit concerned. If it comes to you like that, the only thing you can do is take a photo when you're on site for collection. And if they can go, well, there's some missing, you go, well, that's. What I, and when it delivered, that's what it looked like when I picked it up. That's what it looked like when I delivered it. That's the only thing you can do to cover yourself. But normally, if there's something missing, you go, or they go, oh, there was supposed to be some extra rolls of underlay here. You go, well, that's what they gave me. So if, I, if, you're, if, if you're missing some, I suggest you ring them and say they're missing some. Um, and, of course, obviously, if, <laughs> if you decide to make it disappear, well, that's going to happen on two or three jobs, and people are going to get suspicious. I just, I just ship it, you know. I find it's just the easiest way. Um, Richard Kavanagh. Hey, one name I can read. I actually wrote it properly. Um, can you add a late payment fee to your invoices? Mate, it's your business. Oh, and can you add a fee for paper invoicing? It's your business. You can do what you like. You can turn around to them and say if they don't pay within 38 days, you can double it. You're then going to have to fight each one of these individual firms who are going to argue with you to the end of the world, try and get it. You'll probably end up making more work for yourself than just... Having just going with the flow, I would think. But mate, it's your business. You can do what you like. I wish you the best of luck. 
<laughs> trying to turn around to shippers and going, yeah, you were supposed to pay me on the 30th, so now you're on interest. Good luck getting out of But I genuinely mean that, good luck. But um, you can do what you like, it's all business. You know, you can say if they don't pay them in the first 30, 30 days, you're going to come around and collect their house and, and, and take their children away. But um, you've got to enforce it, that's the problem. Um, is that David Clan? Dan Clan, Dan Clan. Right, okay, what van to buy with 10K? Uh, yeah, there's, right, I always say the best van you can buy is a Luton with um, a curtain side and a tail lift, if you can get hold of them. They're difficult to get hold of, and I, pref- I might have a personal preference for Mercedes. There is a video on it. If you scroll all the way down, there's a whole video on what van. So, I mean, I get asked this question a lot, and I don't want to bore people that heard it all the time. So just scroll down, there's a video on it. Um, Ricky Ammer and also where's the video about getting your own work it's still there about a month ago I did it and it said uh, it's, it's entitled how to, about, how to go about getting your own customers scroll down about a month ago um, Echo Logistics right once we employ a casual driver should he pay him an hourly rate or buy the job I would say if you've got a lot of work I'd pay him an hourly wage or a week. If you if you know that you've got work for him all day, every day, I'd pay him a weekly wage. If you think he's going to be sitting there and you're, you're going to be waiting for jobs to ping in, you might you may or may not have work for him. I would pay him on a job rate uh, because otherwise you're going to be paying him a salary and he might not even be getting the jobs in to cover his own wages and then eventually you're going to have to let him go and that ain't going to do him or you any favours. But yeah, if you've got an awful lot of work, I'd probably do, I'd employ them weekly. If you haven't got an awful lot of work, I'd pay him by the job. I could be wrong on this. I am clueless, as I've said before. You guys out there that are much more experienced, please pass it on and I will do the necessary. Um, Eddie Robert. Uh, who went to the Isle of Wight? He said, oh, the flexi ticket thing. He said, if you get a flexi ticket, it's an extra £2.50, and if you arrive early or you arrive late, they'll let you on. I think flexi tickets are definitely, if you can get them, definitely the way forward. I'm going to speed this up so I'm going on a bit here. Uh, Danny Richardson, uh, how, many pe- how many hours do people drive in a day? Um, right, as under three and a half tonnes, there are no regulations on what hours you drive. So if you decided you wanted to drive all day, every day, and never go to sleep, there's no tacos, there's nothing stopping you. The only thing is, if you have an accident and the police can prove that you've been driving, you know, you, they recommend you take a break every two hours. I uh, don't think that anyone recommends you drive more than eight, ten hours a day, maybe 11 hours a day at a push, or not for a long day. If you have an accident and they can prove that you've been driving without, irresponsibly, if you like, not taking any rest, not taking any breaks, not taking any sleep, they can do you for it. And they, you know you can go down for that one. So it's not a matter of having to obey the rules of what hours you drive. It's just a matter of being sensible about it. I mean, I've driven. I've done a whole day once um, when I was just come back off holiday. Couldn't get my swing at things, and I was working. Work. I'm trying to get jobs. Not doing so great. Got to three o'clock, and I took a job to Glasgow. And I, it took me seven hours to drive to Glasgow. I just drove straight there. I stopped once to get fuel, but I was fine. I have my radio, I have my podcast, I'm driving through Northumbria, I like Northumbria, it's pretty, it's green. And if I'd have felt tired or if I'd have felt in any way, I'd have pulled over, had a coffee, had a kip, you know, but as it was, I was fine. So you've just got to be responsible, that's the only thing. Uh, and finally, um, Aaron the Van Man, he's still using maps. I'm very pleased about this. He says, and it is a bit of a noise, he said, if I get to the road and the road is blocked... 
you know, and I can't find one. I get the, the AIA map comes out and he finds a way around it. Brilliant. Well done, you. I've only recently worked out with ways how to go road closed or road blocked. You go blocked and it finds you another way around it. But normally, I sometimes I try and just try and navigate it and keep going back to the same place. Very tedious. And finally, Chris Kerwin. Hello, mate. He said, maps, I'm still using the stars. <laughs> so there we go. Tony's Q&A. Oh, there was one other thing. Uh, Danny Richardson said, Dizzy thinks uh, it's been harder to get jobs since I've been doing... He said, no offence, but since doing the YouTube channel. Um, I don't know. But I might do a little video just to state my position on, on why I do it, because I've been rambling on a bit here. So anyway, that's it. Um, I hope you're all well. I hope things are springing up to life. There's nothing else warm and lighter. I keep saying it. Um, but yeah, I hope you're all cool and enjoy your day. Take care, take money.